Of course I'm nervous. It's a big fight, big opportunity, but I'm ready for it. I worked very hard to be here. And uh, now it's just time to enjoy the moment, win the fight and move on. I want to fight. I want to perform well. Put that pressure on myself. Of course I'm tense because I want to perform. I want to win. I've got that urge to win and I want to hurt my opponent as well. I've had a great camp. Uh, we're going into this fight. Good game plan. Great strategy. And listen, respect to all of but I'm here to do a job and I'm here to win. When you're watching me, like I said, don't blink. I'm going to give you what you want to see. And uh, my, nowadays, my name is called Dr. Sleep. And um, I definitely got the NyQuil in the right hand, so I hope you bring a pillow and a blanket. It get a little chilly at night. Let's get ready to rumble! I'm a true champion. I'm willing to go to his turf in Atlantic City. I'm going to step on him. I'm going to crush him. Y'all can mark my words in this. I'll come in your backyard, baby, for that, my man. everybody welcome to another episode of the jmb ray boxing podcast here in the colto ramble rants in the chingity chen check studios or spit check however you want to call it hey goes through many names but this name is the last one of 2023 is it the end of this one are we ready for the day of reckoning i know i am but we got other boxing news boxing topic boxing everything Bet I'm not the only one that does it. I got my co-host ready to go. He's trying to find tickets in the last minute. Hey, hey, Christmas is four <laughs> days away, or is it three? I don't know. I've lost count. But I know it's the day of reckoning. Shout out to the Saudi prince. The one and only Beery in the motherfucking house, Beery. Hey, Lou. Happy fucking holidays. What's up? What's up, man? Not much. Not much. How not much, much? Not much at all, man. You ready for Christmas? Yes. yes. Is it three days away or four days away? Four days away, actually. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so my wife has it right because on the calendar it says four. You know the little dog calendar? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. actually four days to exact Christmas Day. Yes. Okay, cool. But three days before Christmas Eve. And then we're what? We're uh, 48 hours. (laughs) Two days. I think it's more than that. (laughs) Is it? No, it's Saturday. Saturday's the day of reckoning. Oh, I thought it was Christmas. I'm sorry. (laughs) We switched to boxing. Anyways, yeah, 48 hours. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Twitching. You got to keep up here, dude. Come on, dude. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. That made it look real. Yeah, that made it look real, brother. <laughs> yeah, I can get, I, I can grab this fork right here and stab you, make it look real, brother. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> we so it's been a, it's been a minute since we back been back on. The last time you guys saw us was on uh, Instagram Live for watching Devin Haney versus Regis Prograde. Oh God, yeah. And uh, we didn't do an episode for that because something came up on my end. B Ray's been busy. I've been busy. So, but we could not not do Day of Reckoning. Oh, of course. This is like, to me, what better way to end 2023 than with this monster fucking undercard, monster fucking co-main event. Fuck, it's really huge. Monster. It's monster. It's (laughs) monster. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's a monster, dog. So, 
Yeah, Before we get into it, we're gonna, of course, we're gonna give you our take, even though it's been already two weeks since Devin Haney fought. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Or you want to go into the boxing news? Uh you know what? Why don't we get into a little bit of the boxing news, right? right let's get the boxing. What is the boxing news I guess, this week? I, I feel Peter like they're probably quick. Um, uh, we gotta mention at least at least some of this. We, I mean, we don't need to go further into it because we don't know too much of this information. Mm-hmm. But Jermail Charlo arrested, charged with uh, misdemeanor assault. So Charlo was arrested Saturday in Texas and charged with a misdemeanor assault causing, God, bodily injury to a family member. A Fort Bend County Sheriff's Office public information officer told Mike Coppinger on Wednesday. Now, I, I'm I'm not sure if you saw the video, Jay. I, I've seen the video. You mean the audio where he's bragging about fucking... That too. Uh, I don't know if the the video was old, but uh, it was a video where he was just like just dumping shit. Oh, that one? Yeah. That one where I guess his baby mama saying... Oh, you you know you you're got mad. caught cheating, you got cheating something like that. And you're mad that I'm not mad. Something like yeah, that. I know I'm fucking mad. No, no, I thought you were talking about this side. No, no, I I know we talked about that. I did here. You can play if you want. It's a little, you know, kind of hard to listen. Uh, viewer discretion yes. advice. So real yeah. quick, yeah, 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 yeah. This is not from us, so no. It's off the rip. Let me say this off the rip. Change your mind. Change your mind. Look, 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 look. What I'm really saying is, she played big tough girl, but she pussy. Bro, this is hey, bad. I don't hey, know what to find I, out. I, I, bro, bro, look, 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 look. I thought she was tough, bro. I thought, all right, hey, hey, I'm going to do it. Hey, hey, can I show you? I hit that bitch like this. Fah! In the eye. Socked in the eye. Big, swole, purple, can't open. That bitch called the cops on me. Like a woman. Like a regular woman. I mean, a regular woman should call the cops. Yeah, and I don't exactly. Condone, and I don't condone. He will. No, we don't. Condone we don't condone that domestic shit. Man. That's a dirtbag shit. It really is. That's some dirtbag shit. I know people are like, "Well, Jay, innocent to proven guilty." Uh, hey, hey, hey! If he's on audio bragging about punching a fucking female right in the fucking kisser, right, exactly, and then saying, "Oh, you know, she tries to play tough," and call the cops. You're admitting to beating a woman. I'm sorry. You're a fucking dirtbag. Dirtbag. There's nothing to it. You're a fucking dirtbag, bro. Fuck this. Yeah. Innocent to proving guilty. There was no proof of Floyd Mayweather beating the, his baby mama. No. No there pictures. Was, no nothing really about no that. No proof of Tank Davis beating up that girl in Miami There's before the that, really. before was it the his, oh um I think it was a fight with uh, Luis, uh, Ortiz, Luis, Luis Garcia. Yes. I think Luis Garcia. Yeah. No proof. No proof of that really. No proof. And I said, let's wait. Same thing with uh, Jojo Diaz when the whole situation. No proof. There was no proof, really. And I said, I will not say shit until the dust is settled. Here in this situation, I just played the audio to clip for you. That's yeah. the only time I'm going to play it. Says he could hit his girl. Hit his girl. And he found it kind of funny that she tries to play hard. But, bro, she's a female. You're a fucking professional fighter. Your hands are registered lethal weapons. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's it's sad that it comes from uh, a fighter like him, very talented, pretty decorated, right? He's a former undisputed champion, and just to hear about this, just it's fucked up. But here's a crazy thing too: the the general public, the casual fans, and the boxing public already shit on him because all this shit talk for years and years. Oh, and I get Canelo. When I get Canelo in front of me, Paul, he ain't going to do that shit with me. Oh, he ain't going to do that shit with me. No, no, you didn't do shit with him. <laughs> you didn't do shit with he him, bro. You didn't do shit, man. You didn't do shit. No. And 
you know, so you already have a black eye for that. And now you have another black eye for basically your baby mama. Cause it was the baby mama or the wife that put the video online. Yeah. I think it was the baby mama or whoever she is. Put yeah, the video is, online exactly. yep. of him packing up his shit. Yep. Packing up his shit and basically not giving a fuck. Nope. And then this audio surface of him talking about, which I'll say this, you're dirtbag. But your friend's a lowlife, too, because he <laughs> recorded that audio yeah. in a private manner. Like, B-Ray, if you were to tell me, and first of all, if you told me you ever hit your girl, I'd fucking smack the shit out of you. Oh, but secondly, yeah. secondly, if you were to tell me that, I would not record it. No. I would not record it. So, Jamal, Jamal, I'm sorry, not Jamal. Oh, here's another thing. Jamal, I, yeah. I hate the fact that people are trying to blame Jamal in this situation. Is that so? I was reading, oh, man, no, it's not Jamal, it's Jamal, and... I, I guess uh, shout out to Boxing Ego. He was out there saying, "No, no, no, you fuckers! It's not Jamal. Jamal, it's not Jamal. It's not. It's, he, I know he's the one that's always in problems. Yeah, right. But it's not him. It's it's Jamal. It's Jamal. And everyone's like, "No, no, 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 man! He looks like Jamal. Like they're actually twins, bro. They're fucking twins. Yeah. And, like, and, and I had to read it twice to be like, all right, who is it? Jamal or Jamal? I had it just to be safe. I was like, oh my god, this is Jamal. Yeah, the one of recently Canelo. I said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people fucking read. <laughs> so. Um, the fuck was I going through this? I was saying, yeah, that some people thought that it was no, it's oh. actually Jamal, mm-hmm. but really it's Jamal. Like it's fucking stupid, really. Yeah, yeah, no, no, don't don't be thinking it's a mistake or yeah. typo. No, it's it's Jamal. So, I'll just say that Jamal Charles had a horrible twenty twenty three, very horrible, inactive, lost in a very publicized beatdown <sighs> by Canelo Alvarez, and is arrested for assault at uh, batteries. Yeah. Not, not that you sold batteries, I'm saying. No, batteries. <laughs> exactly. Making sure. No, 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 of course. Of Making course. sure, bro. Yeah, it, it's just sad. Of course, some people were saying, like, it's, uh, you know, as far as saying he's done. They want to say this guy's done. <laughs> Yo, man, we don't fucking know. We I'm, can't I'm, really I'm, say that, honestly. I, in today's climate change, it takes climate change. Today's climate culture, and no change. Today's climate culture, today's, especially today's woke culture, yes, he's canceled. Right. But in boxing, Exactly. In boxing, I don't know about that. I don't, yeah, that's why I say. I'll say this. Mike Tyson was found guilty for raping a woman, spent time, came back, and got $120 million for Showtime. I just thought of that stupid <laughs> quote he said. I don't know if I should repeat it. Where he goes like, no, I didn't fucking rape her. But, you yeah. know, but he's like, he kind of said that. He sounded like saying that he kind of wish he did. Or I'm like, no. So he didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Did he say something like I remember, that? I remember, yeah. Don't even say it. Don't even repeat exactly, it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Look up, hey, look up Mike Tyson, the right? rape comment. Look at that. I, I guess I'm trying to say, like, if for him to say that and that to happen to him, and like you said, he was still paid whatever the $120 million by Showtime. $120 fucking million in Showtime. Floyd Mayweather went went to prison for thirty days for for, for right, assault. Well, more than that, maybe ninety yeah. days. Ninety like that. days for believe, assaulting yeah. his baby mama. Uh-huh. Got two hundred million dollars for Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> so are we saying that are we saying that Amazon's gonna offer uh, Jamel Charlo? Does own does own gonna offer him? Does own gonna offer him? Does own gonna offer him one hundred twenty million dollars? One hundred twenty million. Oh, man. Uh, again, you want to switch the headphones? To another I think, uh, maybe a little yeah, switch like it. Just go get go get the other one. This, this, <laughs> this one sucks. Here, I'm up on plug B Ray. Yeah, I'm up, plug the B Ray. Let me see which ones you're gonna get. Yeah, those ones. Those ones. You act, those are the ones you actually use during the show. Yeah, I'm surprised you got those ones. Those ones suck balls. Those are Mister Lewis. Yeah, unplug on number two. Where it says number number two. Number two. Yeah, just plug on two and you're good. 
But yeah, can you hear me now? You good? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, there we go. There you go. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's crazy. And and the and the casual culture, he's canceled. Yes, is it a cancelable fit? He's canceled. And boxing, we've seen worse shit that we thought people were not going to come back from, and they came back from that. Right. But then again, on this show, we do not condone the actions of Jamal Charlo. Or, I mean, Jamel. I'm saying, I'm yeah. saying <laughs> of Jamel Charlo. He's a dirtbag. I'm saying, I'm simple as that. Dirtbag. Yeah, he really is. Dirtbag. Yeah. Piece of shit. The next one. The next one, actually. Uh, so there we go. So Bob Aaron was saying this was what two days ago. I don't know if there's any. Um, what would he call it? Any updates on this? Well, Bob Aaron says, we're trying to finalize a world title fight at 135 pounds between Lomachenko and Cabrosis. I believe that fight will happen sometime in April in Australia. Australia. Um, I think it's a pretty good pairing after a loss. We've been talking but about this. We did Yeah, we did. For, I think, we've been talking about this since September, October. Yeah. That... They were leading towards that. We even said it. What a what a spit in the face for Shakur Stevenson if they announce Lomachenko versus Camboza right. on Shakur Stevenson's exactly. card. <laughs> Especially that Shakur wanted to fight both fighters. Yeah, exactly. And Lomachenko pulled out. Yep. Camboza's pulled out. And now they're leading towards each other in a uni- in a vacant title belt that Devin Haney vacated. Yep. So all the belts are up for grabs. I know the WBA wants to award the belt. The Gervonta. Yes. Uh-huh. I know Gervonta told them to fuck themselves. <laughs> Showed up. You're right. He didn't say it, but he basically, he, he said, basically that. said that. Me, I don't want that. He goes, I don't really want that. The IFBF belt is on the line. The WBO top ranked belt will probably be on the line. So I think we're looking at a good amount of belts being on the line. No, it definitely. Yeah. But I, I, we mentioned it and I still think it's a good pairing. I, I, I think this is a good fight to make for both fighters who are, you know, coming off of a, whatever you want to say, a loss. So I can't be mad at that. This is a pretty. This is a pretty good one. I like to see that fight happen. <clears throat> both are coming off losses to Devin Haney. There we go. They both have something in common. Yeah, yeah. losses to Devin Haney. Really, I thought Camboza would have moved up. I think I thought Camboza would be like, you know what, the big money fights over there. But I mean, they're offering. They're probably offering good money for for uh, Lomachenko in Australia. They maybe maybe that's why it might take place because yeah, maybe the money mostly is probably there. They both could use that uh, confidence boost, really, with this win. But let, I mean, let's be honest. Camboza's not really a a home com- a, a uh, well known name here in the states. Aside from beating Teofimo Lopez, yeah, not well known. Not well known, really. As as uh, as much as people want to say, oh, Lomachenko, it was you know the next Muhammad Ali, better than Sugar Ray Leonard, <laughs> better than Fleming. He ain't really well known either here. You know, yeah. you got to be a hardcore to know high tech. I, yeah, or I totally oh, agree. Nomaschenko, Nomaschenko, right? Yeah, so, so that fight might happen. Uh, another fight that possibly could happen in the future. Some looks like sometime February eighth. So Teofimo Lopez versus what Jermaine Ortiz? They're he, saying it's being finalized. Jermaine Ortiz, I think he was a guy that fought uh, Lomachenko, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah, I think he was. A, I think it was a Lomachenko fight. Um, I yeah, think it's. A, I think it's a good comeback fight for him. Not comeback fight, but a good startup fight. When was the last time he fought? This year? Uh, yeah, this year. Oh, my God. Was it in June? I think it was June. I think it was June. I could be wrong. It was sometime in the summer, I believe, that that happened. But he fought this year. So I, I, I'm fine by that. If I'm that assume- leads to a pretty good, at least fucking decent fight after that. That means that he signed a nice little contract with uh, Top Rank. Right. That's what I'm seeing, too. Especially that ridiculous video. Did you see that ridiculous video he posted a couple days ago? <laughs> of course, I'm a fighter. I don't know. I mean, what was it? I'm, of course, I'm a fighter. Uh, 
I'm being taken off my taken off my shirt. Because <laughs> I'm a fighter, I'm shadow boxing. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think he made up with Bobby. I think he did. I think him and Bobby made up. I think Bob knows what he has, man. So he must be like, I whatever he wants. I guess I'll give him that. Bob, Bob is Bobby in top rank. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bobby, Bobby, Bob, Bobby, <laughs> Bob. Watch, watch everyone. Watch Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes in the movie. The movie called The Fan. You don't know why we're doing that reference, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Bob. Um, old Bobby here. He sees. He sees the road here. Yeah, he sees mega fights. Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, and his boots. Mm-hmm. Like you got, you got at least three years worth of good fights for this kid. Yeah, and he's the goods. He ain't fucking about. No, no, so. not at all. Really, I uh, know. So I think that's a pretty good fight to uh, to be made. I, I, again, if it leads to a pretty big fight after that, I'll be great. Oh fuck yeah! So I'm okay with that. Really, <clears throat> um, God, and I mean, of course, these uh. Now I guess I want to know your. I mean, we kind of kind of did give me your take, but I still want to know about this. So Ryan Garcia has declared that he is now instructed to his te- his team to start negotiations with Devin Haney, so he can fight him for the WBC Super Lightweight World Title. Deloya, quote unquote, you know, he basically confirmed that he says yes, they're in talks of that. So, um, I said it on the post fight interview. Post fight episode we did for Ryan Garcia versus Duarte, that that if they wanted a title belt, Roley would be the easier guy to pick off. It, <laughs> it'd be the it'd be the semi most it'd be a lucrative pay per view fight on the zone. The matchmaking would be great for Ryan Garcia to pick up his confidence after you know losing and you know basically kind of giving up against um, Tank Davis. And I said someone like. Uh, like Devin Haney, I wouldn't go right right straight for him, mm-hmm. um, and I still believe that. I think after watching right now Devin Haney basically take apart Regis Prograde, you know, and then watching, um, sorry, watching mm-hmm. fucking Ryan Garcia's fight, I still favor Devin Haney beating the shit out of Ryan Garcia. <laughs> I just think that anybody, not anybody. In that division, not named Roley, will beat will beat Ryan Garcia. I think I probably said it's something like you know after seeing his performance, Ryan Garcia, he's just not fucking ready for the guys like Teofimo Lopez, Devin Haney, not even a fucking rematch with Tank, uh, not even a Limachenko. Like I, he's not ready yet. <clears throat> so hearing this shit, where I'm sorry, I'm gonna easily gonna go. I'm. It's 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 favoring Devin Haney right now. What about the people that go? Well, they're three and three in the amateurs. Yeah, that's the amateurs. That's the air. Thank you. That's the fucking. I was just giving this stare look like motherfucker. That's the amateurs. They're three and three. That's the and I've seen those polls. I know that's the fucking amateurs. And there's video Roly Roly beating the shit out of Ryan. <laughs> what are you gonna say that's sparring? That's, that's... <laughs> I'm being the advocate here for like. <laughs> I think, like after watching Regis Prograde, because I think this goes hand in hand, get demolished, get taken apart by right. Devin Haney. Devin Haney is at the top of his game at the moment. Exactly. Devin Haney is right next to Tima Fima Lopez when it comes down the elite of the elite of this class. Oh, definitely. Fuck yeah. Definitely. I think when it comes down to um the uh, the elite guys, it's Devin Haney right below Tio Fima Lopez. Tank is probably right there third. He's yeah, at least right there. And there's nobody behind Tank. Ryan, 
I mean, aside from the Luke, you know, Campbell soup. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Campbell. <laughs> you know, he doesn't really have anybody else under no. his belt. And in that Duarte fight, you know, a lot of people are, oh, a lot of people are giving him his flowers. Like, oh, you did great. He beat it mm-hmm. light with. The funny thing is, I, I like how this, uh, I like how they try to make it. Uh, Ryan spent the whole fucking promotion for that yeah. fight. Talking about like, oh, you know, that was weight training, man. I was fucking weight training. <laughs> he dude. kept saying that. Oh, yeah. man, you know, I, I'm not, I wasn't really a lightweight. Oscar Duarte wasn't even a fucking junior welterweight. You made him no, move up. You made him move up. Because he, he, that was his first fight, basically going 140, right? He was usually fighting 135. Exactly. So, you kind of, you, you also used your leverage as the A side to make another fighter move another fight, up. Uh, yep, exactly. So, but yeah, that's the. That's what they're saying. Uh, of course, they, they you know they took it to Twitter. You know, Ryan says I advise my team to contact Team Haney to discuss and make the fight happen between Devin and I. The ball is in your court, Devin. I've made my move and I'm showing you in the boxing community that I'm committed to this fight. Devin just simply responded, "These are facts." So so far, according to these two, they're on talks. But will it be made? I'll say this: this fight will be a lot easier to be make. Then Haney versus Tank, but that doesn't say it's for sure going to be made. We don't well, know yet. This is kind of early. Bill Haney said he offered $20 million to Tank Davis, and Tank told him to fuck off. $20 million, okay. Now, of course, everyone's like, oh, God, Tank's afraid. Yeah, everyone jumped on it. You know, He thinks he's a big shot because he, he did that whatever, $1 million buys with Brian. The funny thing is, Ryan Garcia's dad did an interview with the podcast. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the podcast. I'm sorry. And they asked him, what is the difference working with Al Heyman in the PBC? Mm-hmm. And would you work with them again? He goes, yes. They're straight businessmen. Straight business. They don't fuck about. They lay everything on the table for you. They tell you what's what. And all that good shit. Yeah, exactly. But apparently he turned it down. Okay. I don't know what was his reasons to. I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, I don't know. We're not there. We're not there. Them negotiating. Then again, you, as you always said, you don't negotiate in public. <laughs> that was another thing. My bad, because I'm reading a text. No, it's okay. The other thing was, they asked him, well, do you believe that Bill Haney is offer? He goes, I believe that Bill Haney reached out the tank, mm-hmm. but I think Bill did it the wrong way. The wrong way, huh? Bill <laughs> should have reached out to Al Heyman and, uh, and tanks people, not directly. Very true. He goes, when Al Heyman wanted to make the fight, he didn't reach out to me and Ryan. He reached out straight to Ryan's representative and said, mm-hmm. hey, what will be? What would it take to make this fight? Never did Ryan and Tank talk amongst themselves about yeah. this fight. It was the, Ryan, right, me, he goes, me and Ryan have our own guys, and Tank has his people. Do I believe that Bill Haney reached out? He goes, yes. Because that, that's the problem with people like Bill Haney, and he goes, and Eddie Hearns. Mm-hmm. They like to go around the representatives and go straight to the fighter. Yeah. And in the sense of kind of like sweep them in. And I didn't finish the whole, I didn't finish. It was like a little audio clip. But I found, I, so do I believe that Bill Haney reached out to Tank? Yes. Do I believe that Tank told him to fuck off? Yes. <laughs> do I think the offer is true? No, I think it was more as a, as a publicity ploy. Especially, I'll say right now, Tank... And the PBC have said that Tank will be back in March. Yeah, that's what they say. So you know he's in, most likely, he's in negotiation to talk to fight somebody. Probably. So, 
this whole, oh, we want to fight Tank. We want to fight Tank. We offered him $20 million. He's, he told me to fuck off. You did it knowing that he's going to tell you to fuck off. <laughs> uh, but Eddie Hurt apparently reached out to him, too, no? And he told him to fuck off. Told, I mean, he probably said more, but he's like, no. <laughs> Just straightforward. Can we talk? No. No, fuck off. <laughs> you don't need to talk to me. Talk to my guy. <laughs> like, don't. No, no. You're trying to you go talk to my guy. You don't need to talk to me. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of my situation here. So do I believe that Al that Al Hank that Ryan instructed De La Hoya, Eric Gomez, and Golden Boy Promotions to reach out? Yes. Yeah. Do I think I honestly think they're talking? De La Hoya actually said I read it. Yeah, he says that the ball is rolling. He says. So I think they're they're talks, talks right now. I think they're talks between Golden Boy with mm-hmm. Bill Haney with, and Bill Haney and Matt and Eddie mm-hmm. are going to negotiate this fight. I think they're talks right now, but I think what's that what might upend this is the is who's the A side. That might be the what's um, the split. I think that's going to be a little bit of trouble. I like to think I'm undefeated. Right. I'm a two time division champion, undisputed champion. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Garcia will say, "Well, I got eight million followers, and I just grossed one of the highest pay per view <laughs> yep. numbers of 2023." That's, that, that's going to be the yep. And so I think that might be now. If Ryan goes fuck it, I don't care. I'll take him. Ryan will be the guy that he will. Be, it's kind of I'm gonna use the Chris Jericho logic. He's the guy that never won the big one. <laughs> the big one. He fought it though. He fought in the big show, but never won the big one. Yeah. And now, and I'll say this: if Ryan goes after Haney, and Haney does exactly what we just saw a couple weeks ago, Ryan Garcia retires, or Ryan Garcia is relegated to just being. Just a stepping stool, a stepping stone for something bigger and better. That's what I was kind of thinking. And also, if the fight, let's say they they announce a fight sometime next month, um, I'm I'm not gonna like Ryan's chances. I'm not. I really am not, because again, I did not like it the way I don't. I just didn't like. I wouldn't say I hated his performance, but it wasn't enough to again to make me say he's ready for a Devin Haney. I'm I don't not, think like I said I don't think he's ready for David Haney. I don't think he's no, ready for T.O. For no, those guys we mentioned, he, he's not. He's not ready. I don't he's think he's not. ready for Tank in a rematch. Fuck no, he's not ready for a Tank for a rematch. I, I roll you. Give him. A, I'll give him. Right, a, maybe, I, I give him a puncher's chance. Right, we go. That's what I said. He can't. Anybody in that division not named Roly beats him. <laughs> <laughs> Roly Roly has a 50-50 chance. A fifty-fifty chance. Exactly. Everyone else is like, oh, I'm sorry. Easily, you get beat. You get beat, like kid. Subero, Matisse. Also, I Oof. think that Puerto Rican is a fucking. He's a banger. Yes, he's I, a he's a natural junior welterweight. Every like I said, everyone in that, everyone who holds a belt in that division, mm-hmm. and even guys like Tank who don't hold the belt in that division, beat Ryan. Yep. Ryan is daring to be great. Ryan is chewing more than he's taking. He's chewing mm-hmm. more than he can. What was it? He's taking. Was it oh, he's uh, he's he's. Oh my god, he's. Biting he's, more he's, than biting, he's biting yeah. more than he can chew, basically. Yeah. <coughs> and that's the situation. That's the situation, really. And did you hear what he said about uh, what he he mentioned about Tank's power? Who did? Uh, Ryan did. What did he say? Very interesting. It wasn't strong. He, he, he was asked, like, does he hit hard? He basically said along the words, like, he doesn't really, he says, he doesn't really hit hard, but when he hits you with pinpoint accuracy, especially you don't fucking see, then, then yeah, watch out. He goes. That's what he said. But if you get hit by, you know, you kind of see it coming. 
Um, it's just it, it's not that hard. He goes. He can kind of withstand it. It's kind of hard to see it coming, dude. Exactly. But the way he said he got punched, we got put down first. He goes, "Fuck yeah!" He goes, "Because I was just, I was just, I don't know where he got him." He goes, "No, I think it was." That's what he you, said. I, I, no, I think it was what he thought he was the fastest gun in the west. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and you got someone that you know you're walking Timed in, you're, you're walking in with a pistol. This guy's walking in with a fucking machine gun, dude. <laughs> That's what he said about Tank. You're walking in with the knife. Yeah. This guy's walking with a Glock, dude. Like, yeah. what do you want, dude? You're trying to slice That's him. He's, he he's shooting you. He says, it doesn't really... He hits hard, but not that hard, he says. And then he kind of mentioned, like, you know, if you think about it, even Roly says something like that. But at the same time, I go, then that kind of proves that what we kind of said. You know, <sighs> Tank does hit you enough to kind of back you up. And that's what kind of Ryan made it sound like. It's enough to really kind of back you up. He, he may not it use was, those words. It was more than enough to make him take a knee and say, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I don't want to do this. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, but I guess he's trying to say, oh, no, it doesn't hit hard to the point like, oh, one punch, knock on your out. No, obviously not. But enough to actually make you but take a knee and be like, I don't want to do this Exactly. Anymore. So I think that's what he's trying to say. Yes. But, of course, Roly made it seem like he doesn't punch hard. Well, fuck it. Look how you punch. Look how he put you down. I, I take a grain of salt, whatever right. Roly says. <laughs> exactly. I don't know where you... Roly, you, you got one pay-per-view under your belt. You got knocked the fuck out, and you think you're the biggest star in boxing. <laughs> and you got... I don't care what you say. You got your ass beat by uh, Abraham fucking Simpson. No. It's raining hard. Hey, it really is, man. It's raining hard. It's a fuck. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> All right. What's the next one? The next, well, I'm, I'm going to... Well, that's pretty much it so far. For the uh, for the fucking events, why not get to the David Haney? Versus- Let's recap a two week fight. This was a two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, well, if you saw it, if you saw us live on yes. Instagram, mm-hmm. I said it. This Regis Prograde fell into the Devin Haney hype. Oh he, yeah, he can't punch. He don't have no power. <laughs> he puts you down in the third round. <laughs> he All he does is run. He stood in the pocket with you. Yep. I honestly think that their game plan was we're the bigger, stronger guy. We're gonna God, fucking he, we're gonna roll him. We're gonna roll him over. He looks strong in that fight. And I think not when crazy he, strong, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy strong. <laughs> but I think when he got hit, and I think when he clinched and felt this guy's strength, he goes, "Oh, this, this is nothing from what I've been reading on social media. That like, this guy can't punch. That's kind of been that's been the knock on Haney. He that's can't punch. Has been yep. And and I said it on the I said it on the show that. You know, that if that was the case, people would walk and walk, walk, would walk right through him. And so I totally fucking agree. And you know, Loma would have ducked him. No, Loma would have ran right through him. Uh, Campos would have walked right through him. Diaz, Linares, all these guys would have walked right through him. He packs enough of a punch to keep you honest and mm-hmm. off of him. I think Regis Progray felt not against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll. I've been hit by bigger guys. He, he's been hitting lightweights. Yeah, I've been being, I've been getting hit by welterweights. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take his punch. And he was surprised with the speed, the accuracy, the punching power this guy had. Not enough to knock you out, but enough to be like, I gotta be careful because I don't want to get caught with anything stupid yeah. right now. He just caught me with something right now. And, exactly. And the intelligence of this kid. This kid disarmed you. He took away your weapon for 12 rounds. You mm-hmm. had nothing for him. Nothing. He beat you up from pillar to post. Yeah. <laughs> All four corners just beat you up. <laughs> this this fighter that can't punch just beat you up. <laughs> they hit for 12 rounds, man. Great. I think that was a great performance. I said. Yeah, I, that was I, one of the best performances. And I said it on the telecast, and I said it on the on the re, uh, preview channel, on preview episode. This was going to be his Diego Corrales yeah. moment. 
And it kind of sort of was. Kind of sort of. You didn't drop it multiple times, but yeah. But it kind of was. I think I think you. I, I left going, damn, this kid's good. Fuck yeah. This kid's good. I like him. I, 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 Me too. I'm, I, I've always been a fan of Devin Haney. I've always followed him. I, I, remember, I remember I told him, hey, you should watch out for this yeah, guy right here. Yeah, you did tell so me I, that. I, I've always said I have, a, I have a good eye for these fighters. And Devin Haney and Teofimo Lopez are, the, to me, the best, the the big money fight. Like, to me, the big money fight. You know how Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence was the big money fight? Yeah. Triple G, Canelo was the big money fight? I'm going to say this right now. The big money fight made to be made at 140 is not between, not and doesn't involve Ryan Garcia or Tank. Big money fight involves Teofimo Lopez, Devin Haney. Really? That's the big money fight. Really? That's the big money fight. The way that Devin Haney beat up Regis Program, which is, Arguably, at this at that moment, the number one guy, because remember, Tio's retired. He's the number one world junior welterweight, right? Mm-hmm. Look how easily he demolished this guy. Yeah. Look what Teofimo Lopez did in June to the number one undisputed champion at 140. At 140. Demolished him. Yep. So you got two of the best fighters in, in 2023 demolishing the best fighters at 140 pounds. Oh, yeah. In Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame fights. Yep. Like these are the fights when they get inducted, they inducted to the Hall of Fame. These are the fights you're going to get mentioned about them. Oh fuck yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, Haney really cemented himself. Really, he really did. But what's uh, how do you say it? What's what's kind of his weakness? Sadly, is that a lot of fucking people, promoters, I feel fighters are going to easily look at him and be like, yeah, but he's a fucking boring fighter. This was not boring. No, this was not I boring. I was entertained. No, but think about it. Some people looked at it like, what the fuck? Well, like, if you believe the pay-per-view numbers, 55,000 pay-per-view buys. Yeah. He did, he's, he did 15,000 in the arena at seat 17. Yes. In Oakland. In Oakland, exactly. 15,000 in Oakland. Yep. Not bad. Yes. 55,000 on a pay-per-view. But it was in December. It was in December. You got to yeah. imagine so. But yeah, I, that's how I feel like he's at right now. Where like some are just gonna knock him out. Like he's just he's not a much of a crowd pleasing fighter, and that position kind of sucks because that's kind of the excuse they kind of make when I want to fight him. If he if he fight, let's just say the Ryan Garcia fight doesn't yeah. happen. Let's just say mm-hmm. that, and he fights that guy that beat Montana Love. Yeah, and he does this performance again where he just beats you up. Yeah, you cannot say he's a born fighter. Anymore. No, fuck no. But if he goes into that fight, like let, again, let's let's move Ryan Garcia off yeah, yeah. the off the table. If he fights that Australian guy that beat Montana Love, mm-hmm. I forget his name. I'm sorry, yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and, he, and and he boxes him in a boring fight. Then yes, it hurts him. You're only as good as your last fight. Yeah, is that what you've done? Is what you've done lately? Exactly. And right now, lately, and right now, the, the everyone's in everyone's mind, it's this performance. Yeah, he erased any fucking doubt people had in the he Lomachenko really fight. Fuck yeah. Any doubt was erased on the Loma fight. Any doubt. Mm-hmm. If he comes into the, let's and now let's bring Ryan back into the tape. If he fights Ryan and totally, like, I think, I think what's worse, I've always felt this, getting knocked out, getting knocked out, you can always say, he just got me at the right time. He caught me, he just caught me right in the butt. Mm-hmm. You can always make, he just caught me, man. It, it just happens. You know, it's boxing. It just happens. You you can always shrub off a knockout. Mm-hmm. It just happens. You knock me out, man. What, what can I do? He come. He just caught me. Rolling. You're just seeing right now. What, what did you just say? Ryan Garcia was saying. 
No, he doesn't hit much hard. He, he, just, he, he has good pinpoint accuracy, but doesn't hit hard. What are you going to do when Devin... I know it's raining super hard. I, yeah, you guys can hear it in the background. Fuck yeah. yeah. What are you going to do when Devin Haney runs wild on you for 12 <laughs> rounds? When he's beating you up for yeah. 12 rounds. Yep. I mean, thoroughly dominating you for 12 rounds. Oh, yeah. Where you're looking amateur... For the first eight rounds, Ryan looked amateurish against Tank. He, yeah, he did. Imagine what <laughs> a verted Tank. Imagine a tactician, a student of the game, like yeah. Devin Haney's going to do to him. Fuck yeah. That is more embarrassing because you can't explain 12 rounds of just getting beat up. I agree. You can always, you're shrubbing off a knockout, like, oh, you know, well, I just got knocked out. How are you going to shove off a 12 round, the, you know, being taken apart? You can't. Yeah. You just can't. So Devin Haney, at this moment, he's a good ticket seller, fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. I can, I, I, I can. I'll excuse the poor pay per view buys, based on the fact you're fighting in December. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is he the money man in the division? No, but it is the most compelling fight to make mm-hmm. against Teofimo Lopez. Oh yeah. Especially that we're, especially that we're no longer in the era of the. Of let's just make the big money fights. It's the best fighting the best. The best, yep. Regardless of what you want to say about Jermel Charlo, what is domestic abuse, he was the best 154-pounder mm-hmm. who dared to be great to fight the best 168-pounder. Best fighting the best. Yep. You had the number 1A, 1B, best welterweights in the division fighting each other. The best fighting the best. So you kind of get to see. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, whether Devin Haney is a non-ticket seller or he's a boring fighter to the casual fans. He is one of the best fighters in the sport he at really the moment. Is. One of the young, sorry, best fighters in the sport who has a good future ahead of him mm-hmm. if he continues to do what he's doing right now. And that this two weeks ago, he proved why, why he should have been on the pound for pound list. There was no way they were going to deny him, and they did, and they gave him. They they put yeah, him on the. They finally that, put him on the list. That he reminded me. I don't know if you want me to read that. Yeah, you want to read it. For pound but list. I read it. So, but um, let me get your take no. before we go on this. No, it's uh, it's. I mean, I can't beat what you just said. Really, it was. It's one of his best performance, really, for Devin Haney. Uh, as I mentioned, I do feel like that's kind of hurt him a little bit. No, it wasn't that. But for me, it wasn't. But I feel like for. Most casual fans, I like to think that they didn't much like it. Hey, if he liked it, great. But I feel like some of them didn't much like it. And I think that's when I heard him a bit. But he put he cemented himself that night, two weeks ago, that he is one of the best, you know, in boxing and in, in his division at the moment right now. Maybe some people might think it's not, it's kind of early, but he, he proved it. He went to a, he went up against a dangerous fighter like Pogres, and he, he fucking beat him 12 rounds. So... I just can't wait to see him again, really. I, I don't know against who. Who knows? Maybe Ryan. Maybe someone fucking decent. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see really what happens. But, yeah, I think this was um, uh, Ring Magazine. Yeah, the Ring Ring Magazine, whatever, Ring TV. It was Ring Magazine or ESPN that put them? Let's see. Updated Ring Magazine. Ring Magazine okay, Ring top Magazine. 10. Right, pound for pound list. Pound gonna, for pound. Pound for pound. We're going to start with number 10. Number 10. Um, I, how do you, oh, my God. How do you say his name? Let me see. Who's this? doesn't have a name. Are you looking him up or? Yeah, this is oh Jesse Bam, Bam. Okay, Jesse Bam. He didn't have a full name. We well, can't look up the thing. No, because it's under the Instagram name. Oh, that's why I'm looking through here. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe I Jesse should have Rodriguez. Gone. Okay. Yeah, he just fought this past weekend, I think. Okay, 
Yeah, they're saying so. He has uh, they have him at number number ten. I believe it's the same guy, right? Yeah, it's okay. There we go. So they have him at number ten. Number nine, Teofimo Lopez. Uh, number eight, Gervonta Tank Davis. Number seven, Earl Spence Jr. Number six, Devin Haney. Just mentioned him. All right, going to top five. Number five, uh, Dimitri Bivol. Number four, Canelo Alvarez. Well, number three, Usyk. Number two, anyway. And number one, Terrence Bud Crawford. You know the funny thing? They took out Tyson Fury off the list. They actually did. Yes. <laughs> so I want to say this real quick. You're right. That's my list right there. He kind of told me. He said that's sort of similar. The people on the list is what I have. It's just the order. So, so like I, I, I would have Terrence Crawford at number one. Number two, I agree. Would, number two would be Canelo. Number three, um, fuck, who is number three on this list? Number three, he has Usyk. Who's number four? Number four, Canelo. Number five, Bivol. Number six, Haney. I think I would have, I would have Usyk at number four. Number four, five, huh? Bivol. Number six, uh, I would actually have Errol Spence. Errol Spence. Because remember, I had Errol Spence at number three. You did. I had him at number three. Yeah. But I think after that type of beatdown, you drop heavily. Drop. Yeah. So you come at number six, at number seven, Devin Haney. At number eight, Tank. At number nine, Tio. And number 10, I would have Jesse Bamner Jiggs. Yeah. So that's kind of the order. Kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. He told me that. Yeah, and then similar. when I looked at it, I'm like, because I, I don't, I don't post it as often as I do. I know mm-hmm. I usually, I, w- I know we had the segment where I would post my boxing pound yeah. list and I kind of got off of that. But, and, and I usually end up saving it to the end of the year because I feel like I think we should start, which, which is funny because maybe on next week's episode, I'll, we'll look at my pound for pound list of last year, this year's. Yeah, when we began. When we began twenty twenty three. Yeah, and then I'll do my pound for pound list with the end of twenty twenty three, and who's still there, who's still not there, right? And who would now move on to twenty twenty four? Exactly. And will they still remain the pound so for pound? Remain there. That's I think true. that for next week's episode, I'll, I'll look up. I will go through the Instagram yeah. page, and I'll look it up, or I'll look through my show notes here that I have, mm-hmm. and I'll fucking see if I still have the yeah. list. But, but that's kind of the way I have it right now, and I'll, I'll talk about it next week. What do we do next? Uh, no, I think we're going to the main event. Right, main event time. I mean, pull up the cue, the music. But ladies and gentlemen, Saudi Arabia. Shout out to the Saudi Prince. <laughs> we have heavyweights. We have light heavyweights. But we have heavyweights. Next, this Saturday. For, well, to them will be Sunday. Yeah, pretty much. For us will be Saturday morning. <laughs> it's the day of reckoning. So this is our predictions. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Hey, woman. <laughs> hey, don't be with a real man. I'm ranked number one. That makes I'm the best. You ain't getting no title <laughs> shot. Shut up, old man. <laughs> All right, Saudi Arabia. Shout out to the Saudi prince. He has a lot of money. He made it. He pulled a lot of fighters for this fight. He really did. It is basically the best fight to end to end 2023. Yeah. Big baby Miller, Danny Dubois, <laughs> Triple D, Bivol. Returns. Yeah. You have Deontay Wilder. Yep. Joseph Parker. Tyson Fury's back boy. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Anthony Joshua. Otto Wallin. Otto. Otto. And heavyweight prospect Frank Sanchez mm-hmm. in this car. Jesus Christ. I was talking to Gabe. Shout out to Carnitas King. Yeah. Me, I'm going to say this right now, and I want to get your number. I asked Gabe. How much Carnitas King? Because I know people are going, who the fuck Gabe? Carnitas King. I asked Carnitas King this morning. 
How much money do you think the Saudi prince pulled out of his ass to make this fight happen? <sighs> Me and him believe he shelled out at least two hundred to two hundred and fifty million dollars to make this whole card happen. What? How much money do you think the Saudi prince dished out to make this fight happen? I, I want to say three hundred million. What the fuck you think? So I say that I say that Joshua's making a good twenty to twenty five mil for this fight. Right. I do I told he's <laughs> probably making a good two million for this fight. Right. Maybe five. Yeah. You never know. So Wilder's think. making a good fifteen mil. Yeah. Twenty mil. Joseph Parker, Tyson Fury's back boy, <laughs> is making a good cool five mil. I believe that. Um, I feel that Daniel Dubois is probably making a good four point five mil. I feel Big Baby Miller is making a good two to three mil. Mm-hmm. I be I think Bill's making a good cool eight million for this fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Frank Satch is probably making a good two mil. Yeah. And then the other, their opponents are probably making 1.5 a piece. Right. But not counting the the hotels for these guys, <laughs> flying them out, flying all these cock-sucking celebrities yeah. out there. I think $250 million shelled out. $250 million, huh? Could be. Could be. But wow. I think it's around there for sure, man. Be probably between two fifteen and $300 million. All right. Well, f- let, me, let me see. Let me pull up ESPN because I think ESPN has the full list. Do they have the full list? Check it out. Because I was trying to find it on, uh, on The Zone, but... Um, yeah, because the zone's not giving. Well, the funny thing is, you, if you want to buy the fight, you can subscribe to the zone and pay the subscription fee, which is the first paywall, and then you can also go into uh, buying the pay per view on the zone for like I think thirty, forty percent off. Think thirty percent off, right? Or if you have ESPN app, you can also purchase the pay per view on ESPN. Really? Yeah. Okay. So they're all they're also distributing. Or if you have a cable provider like YouTube TV or mm, Dish Network Dish or, Network, right? or yeah. uh, Direct TV, you can yep. also or Spectrum, you can also purchase it on that too. So, all right. So I have here. So the way they're going to start the card is Frank Sanchez versus Junior Fa. You. His name is Fa. B Ray, who do you got? Frank Sanchez or Junior Fa? <laughs> you. Who do you have? I think uh, I'm going to give this to Frank Sanchez. Frank Sanchez is coming off good wins, right? I felt that he should have he should have been he should have had a great momentum after he beat a uh, that one uh, Nigerian fighter. Oh, I think I remember. I remember he beat him in the other card of Tyson Fury uh, Wilder three. Wilder three, yes, beat the shit out of that guy. He did, and that guy at top rank has been promoting up and up and up, and this guy's been stag. This, yeah, exactly. And then he's opening the card against Junior Fa. You <laughs> think this is a good fight? I think yes. <laughs> what? Yes, no, no, nothing, nothing. Yes, I, I think Frank Frank Sanchez takes the, the victory. I think he wins some more momentum. I think Frank I, wins. I say right, Frank I wins. Frank. I got Frank. All right, 12 rounds heavyweight. You got Philip Hagrick, Hoverick, or Volvic versus yeah. Mark Delimori. 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 I'm going to go with the guy I can't pronounce. I'm going to go with Flip. <laughs> Little mall with the gimpy leg. <laughs> Flip. What? No. What? No. I was watching this. It's a lie. I can go on forever, baby. Um, you go with Flip. You know what? Then I guess I'll go with uh, Demari. All right. I'm going with Demari. Uh, Jai Opetaya. Opetai. Tai. Or Elis Soru. 12 round. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm pronouncing it. Can you pronounce it better? It's not, it's not that. My fucking laugh. I'm laughing because of Zoro because I thought of that episode of Family Guy when they say Michael J. Fox was Zoro. <laughs> I'm so sorry, folks. Yeah, you're fucked up, dude. 
anyways, um, so you're gonna go with Sudo? I'm gonna go with uh, Zoro. I'm gonna go with Zoro, Zoro too. Zoro, yeah. All right, Zoro. um, fuck these names. I know Jesus. these names. It's eight rounds heavyweights. <laughs> you wanna skip that one? I can't pronounce either. Arslan Beck. He's on Mark. Mark Madov. Oh, that sounds. I. That sounds. That sounds like a legit name to me. Pretty much. <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's go with that name. All right. Versus uh, what? I'm going to say uh, he, uh, he or Ajit. Ajit Kabail. Okay. That, again, that sounds like a legit <laughs> name. So <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah, it rhymes. I'm going to go with the, 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 the first guy. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kabai. Kabai. Okay, eight rounds. Eight rounds. All right, now good. let's get into the fucking fight. <laughs> that just reminds me of the You're under arrest for the, for the, for the murder of Moses Lang and Apu Nas, Nasa. You know, just, just smell. Just smell. <laughs> All right, title fight. This is the only title fight in this whole card. Yeah, you have fuck. You're absolutely right. The Dimitri Bivol versus uh, Leiden Arthur. 12 rounds for Bivol's WBA light heavyweight yep. belt. Bivol. He's on a roll. Bivol. Bivol's the best fighter in the light heavyweight division. He really is. He's like the 1B. Of the best fighters in the night. Yeah. It, it wasn't his last fight against uh, Surdo Ramirez? Yeah, I think was it. Yeah, exactly. And he spanked that Mexican ass. <laughs> that Russian spanked him. Spanked him, man. Spanked him. Thoroughly. I think this is a good stay busy payday fight. Oh, yeah. I don't think Canelo want to go back to that. No, I don't think so. The funny thing is, he turned so, down, the, apparently he turned down the Canelo fight. Remember the Canelo rematch, remember? He did. Yeah, he did. And he's probably making more money in this fight than he did against Canelo. I believe. Yes. He and he stayed is. busy. And he stayed busy. And he stayed very, very busy. Exactly. Yes. All right. The corner of the co-main events. It is Triple D, Daniel Dubois, the guy the guy that should have won the belt, apparently, because he knocked out Usyk with a fucking low blow. <laughs> oh, oh, no. The one that should have got... Yeah. By, uh, by a body shot, right? Body shot. Body shot. Against Gerald Big Baby Miller, who at this moment, which is uh, right now, it is 7.53, uh, December 21st, Pacific Standard Time, <laughs> who has to yet to fail a drug test in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> So, hey, baby, 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 let's make sure you don't fail that drug test, baby. I was literally looking at you for a second like, what are you trying to get at? Because he fails drug tests. I was like, why are you looking at the time? Because he fails drug tests. That's why. But again, let's be honest. I don't think the Saudi prince gives a fuck, man. He's probably giving him the drugs. Hey, you take the drugs. Take them. Take as many drugs as you want. We don't test here. In Saudi Arabia, we do not taste. Take as much as he wants Take as Until much you money. go kaboom okay. Yes kaboom <laughs> We want to throw on a good show We want to attract people here Not distract people You want a kakalash Kakalash uh, Who do you got B-Ray Danny Dubois coming off a loss to uh, Usyk Usyk yeah. And Big Baby Miller has been on a momentum since Coming back from his drug scandal <laughs> He really is actually. Didn't, didn't he say it was dick pills? He, yeah, I think he said that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, okay, sure. All right, you're buddy. not, you're not John Jones, bro. No, <laughs> you can't use it. You're not John Jones. You can't use the excuse. Um, that one. Um, and I said to Gabe, I said to Gabe yeah. today, this is gonna be actually. This is gonna be pretty good. This is gonna be. The, I think this is the fight that no one should miss. <coughs> no, this is actually the most entertaining fight in the card. I think this is. I think this is the sleeper fight that I think people are going to realize, like, fuck, I shouldn't have missed it. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be a, a classic heavyweight banger. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I get this feeling. Danny Dubois, Big Ben Miller, 
And if you know, not a lot of people are paying attention to them no, because no, the no. the next two guys, the next two other fights that are happening ahead of them is the most important one because we'll talk about that right now. Yeah, yeah. But no one's paying attention to them. Not really. And I feel that that's kind of the sleeper fight. That's the fight that might steal the show. It might. I think it that's the, the classic heavyweight fight. I'm gonna take a wild guess. I'm going with my gut. I'm gonna go with uh, Triple D, Danny Dubois. I'm gonna go with Big Baby Miller. Okay. I think Dubois probably will take this. I'm going to go with Big Baby Miller. I think Danny Dubois um, beat, got beat up by Joe Joyce, the <laughs> juggernaut. He got thoroughly beat up by Alexander Usyk. I think Big Baby Miller is a big, heavy dude. I think I think a lot of people underestimate his uh, this guy. He's fast for his weight, mm-hmm. moves quick for his weight. And I think uh, he's, he's a little stocky for his weight. I think... He's going to give this guy a lot of... He's going to give him a run for his money. But I think Danny Dubois is also very fragile mm-hmm. of the mind. And I think as a tough as the fight gets tough, I think uh, Big Baby Miller is going to get stronger in the fight. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a heavyweight banger. It I really got, is. I got Gerald Miller. You got Gerald Miller? Yeah. All right. I, I, I want to give this guy a chance, man. Punch his chance. I won't be surprised if this right? fight's a draw because it is a 10-round. Yeah, you're so right. You're I'll right. say this right now. It, it, it's not 12, so it's going to be a fast-paced fight, but I think I will not be surprised if it's a draw. Mm-hmm. That's kind of as far as I'll go. All right, co-main event, basically one of the showcase fights. Former heavyweight champion of the world, the, the, uh, Deontay, sorry, Deontay Wilder, bronze right. bomber Wilder, versus the former heavyweight champion, Joseph Tyson Fury, backman Parker. <laughs> 12 rounds, non-title fight. What? He is a backman. He's a backman. He really is. He's a fucking backman. I'm sure he hates hearing that. I bet you some. I bet you someone's like, you know, there's a podcast and <laughs> yeah, there's a podcast in fucking Whittier where they call you a fucking Tyson Fury's bagman. He's like, what? <laughs> oh, there's a guy named Whiskey J calls you a Tyson Fury bagman. <laughs> I don't carry his bag. <laughs> carry his satchel. <laughs> My bad. I was looking at uh, Joseph Park. Okay. I was looking at uh, Joseph Parker's uh, box track. He has been on a three-fight win streak since getting KO'd by Joe Joyce. He got KO'd by Joe mm. Joyce in the 11th. Uh, prior to that, he went back-to-back losses. He lost a decision loss to Joshua, then Dylan White, and then he was on a two, two, four, five-fight win streak and then lost to Joe Joyce, and now he's on a three-fight win streak. And I think he's facing one of the hardest punchers in the heavyweight division. In boxing. Just saying boxing, not even heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Boxing. Yeah, he really is, actually. Uh, so he's going against Deontay Wilder. So the last fight that Joseph Parker had was in the undercard of Tyson Fury versus um, Francis Zagano. Really? Okay. This is the October 28th. So it wasn't that, that long ago. Okay. All right. Deontay Wilder's last fight was Robert... Hellenius. Hellenius, yeah. And that was in 2022 of October 15th, 2022. Yeah. So it's been a year and change. And he beat him in what, in the first round? First round knockout. Yeah. Who you got? For this one, for sure, I Wilder, and I'm sorry, I mean, I, I don't see this 12 rounds. Wilder wins by knockout. I'm just trying to figure out the actual round. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know, man. That's that's a bold statement. Whatever prediction. If I say first fucking round, so I'm gonna give uh, Joseph Parker some uh, some chances to hang in a little bit longer. So I want to say probably give him four rounds. 
Wow. We're, you're close to mine. I, I have it. Three. Three. Oh, shit. I think Fury. Fear, I mean, Fury. I think. Fury. I, sorry. sorry. Fury's bad boy. Fury's bad boy. Thank you. Covered me on that. <laughs> I feel that Wilder's coming off a long layoff. That too. 37. Yeah. I keep forgetting his age. I think he'll be rusty in the first round. I think uh, Parker. Parker's probably had been told by Fury to watch out for that right hand. I think he'll be wary of the right hand. Um, I think he'll try to box him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jose Ramos was, I was talking to Jose, shout out to Jose Ramos. Actually. Yeah. He was saying he gets Parker when he thinks Parker's going to win. And I go, Parker has to be great for 12 rounds. Wilder has to be just accurate one time. <laughs> That's the thing with Wilder, yeah. That guy can be losing 11 <laughs> rounds. All he needs is that one punch, right? Um, it's kind of how it was I think. I think Parker takes the first two rounds by boxing him. Mm-hmm. I think Wilder sets him up for the good right hand. Down goes Parker. Right. And and I know you're going to see a bag get slid into the ring, and it's going to be <laughs> in the bag's going to say Tyson Fury because <laughs> he's Tyson Fury's bag boy. Um, I think Wilder, dude. I think Wilder wins. Wilder has a lot to fucking win tomorrow on uh, Saturday night. He fucking dude. does, man. I give a that motherfucker has a lot to lose in that fight. He's, a whole lot. A big money fight's on the line. The biggest fight of his career is on the line. Like with this fight, he erases the Tyson Fury losses. He, yeah, he actually does. Yep. Yeah. That's why I said he needs he needs a knockout really, or unless he he wins very an impressive way twelve rounds. But no, and, he, he's got to he's got to pull the knockout, and, for, and I'm and, confident he does. And for Parker, what do you get, dude? Mm. What do you get? Nothing. You, all you get is Tyson Fury's leftovers. Mm-hmm. You, you if you fight Usyk, Fury's gonna disown you. <laughs> you. You know you know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised that Fury allowed him to take this fight. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised you allowed him to take this fight. I bet you he had to go ask Pappy, Pappy Fury, and be like, "Hey, do you think can I can I go to Saudi Arabia and take this fight? They're gonna pay me four million dollars to fight on Deontay Wilder." And I bet you told him, "Are you crazy? Four million? Fuck you! You know I don't have to pay you for that month. Go, go, <laughs> go, go, go! But make sure when you come back, I need my bag checked." <laughs> I'm going on a trip after I got. I'm going to the trip with the family at Christmas. I need so after the fight, I need you to fly back because I'm going with the kids. I need you to pack the bags. <laughs> no, I think Joseph. To me, what is aside from winning the heavyweight championship from Andy Ruiz, he hasn't really done much. Like I said, he he, you know, he fought Dominic Brazil in. I oh, don't no, know. I'm looking at the wrong box for the wrong guy. No, he never fought Dominic Brazil. But look, you know, look at this guy's resume. Let me let me go back into it. So let's go into it. Uh, Joseph Parker. Yeah, Joseph Parker, he beat Andy Ruiz. Then he de- uh, defended the belt two times before fighting Joshua. Got beat up by Joshua, and then comes back and gets beat up by um, Dylan White. And then goes on uh, on a what again four fight win streak. Mm-hmm. Then then gets destroyed by J- Joe Joyce, and then goes on fighting two three cab drivers <laughs> into this fight. Yeah. Never once challenging the heavyweight champion of the world. No. So a win for him, would, a win or a loss doesn't matter for him. Not really. You're a back boy. Yeah. Back boy. <laughs> I don't like trashing the fight, but you're a back boy. Yeah. All right, let's go into the main event. Former two-time unified champion of the world, Anthony Joshua versus uh, former world title challenger, Otto Wallin. 12 rounds, not title oh. fight. This fight is interesting in the sense 
what version of Joshua are we going to get on Saturday night? I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to mention something similar where I was going to say, like, this is an interesting one because um, I, I don't know what state of mind he's going to be in. Anthony Joshua, I mean to say, right, him. I don't know what state of mind he's going to be in for that fucking night. So basically I'm trying to say is that it's interesting because I know, as they say, right, it's a theater of the unexpected. Um, but there's certain, certain fights where you're confident you know who's going to win. But this one is like, uh, you know what? Otto Wallen has an opportunity right here to fucking upset Anthony Joshua. Because I don't know how he's going to – I don't know what we're going to get of him. Yeah, because this is a guy that has changed <clears throat> trainers already. Yeah. He went from uh, Bob McCracken or Mr. McCracken to Garcia. Something like that, huh? Garcia to Derek James. Derek James to Ben Davidson. Yeah. In a span of like four years. Right. I don't think he's been the same since Andy Ruiz. Otto Wallen has something to say about him. I don't know if you read. No, no, you want to read what Otto Wallen? Yeah, Otto Wallen. He says he know he he knows, but he's talking about Joshua. He says he knows that he is vulnerable, and he knows that he can get hurt and drop and stop and lose fights. What made him good was that he was aggressive, good puncher and seeking a stoppage type of guy. But he's changed a lot, and he's lost some uh, of what made him good. He's not far off in that comment. And he's in the ESPN uh, ringside, you know, ESPN ringside, you know, he's a picture of Andy Ruiz punching I, the shit out of him. Ruiz <laughs> took his soul. Punching the shit out of him. I honestly believe, I don't, I don't even think Ruiz took his soul. I think I think coming off that knockout, drag out fight with Vladimir Klitschko made him realize, like, I really don't want to take this type of punishment. I don't want, I I've, I've went to hell, I came back, mm-hmm. and I like it. And I don't want to go back Seems again. Seems like you didn't, yeah. yeah. I don't want to go back again. You know, this guy went to hell with Vladimir Klitschko. Like, he got put down where almost 99% of the fighters would have gotten, not gone back up. Oh, yeah. And you came back, and you and then you got the win in the most savage manner by dethroning Vladimir Klitschko, right? Mm-hmm. I honestly think he came back and said, I don't want to go back. I do not want to be back in that hole again. And for a while, he did. He didn't. You know, I'm looking at his box rack. You know, I'm shit, I'm making a call on me. So he beat... Said Vladimir Klitschko. After that, he fought Takam, <laughs> Parker, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, Alexander Usyk, Bobekin. I'm sorry. So he went on a two, three fight win streak before falling into Andrew Ruiz. Shit. Okay. And then Ruiz puts him back into the same fight that I feel kind of like made him think I don't want to be there, which was three fights ago, four fights ago. Mm-hmm. You got dragged back into hell. Four fights later. Yeah. <laughs> and you gave up. And then not even what a year in? Like less than what less than a year later, you get back into the ring with him. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't a year. And for the good graces that, that Andrew Weeds does not know how to say no to tamales, <laughs> you beat him in twelve you beat him in twelve. Fuck he went through. <laughs> and then you go on a you then you go on a um you beat uh Kurtif Pulev in a uh, nine round knockout. Mm-hmm. And then you fight Usyk twice. And Usyk takes you to school twice. Daddy does. And then you're now on a two-fight win streak. To me, Vladimir Klitschko has been the guy, has been the fight to make uh, Joshua think, I don't want to do this anymore. I never, I don't want to be in a knockout dragout fight. And like I said, three fights later, he's in a knock, and another fight where he has to dig deep. He knows he can do it because he yeah. did it against well, I get it. He did it against Vladimir, but he doesn't want to do it again. 
And so he gave up in the in the Ruiz fight. Like I said, he got lucky the Ruiz they couldn't say no to tamales. Yeah. And he beat him that way. He goes on and then again, he then he goes to school. But the fear to me against Usyk and the both fights when I look back, you try to fight the you try to fight the boxer twice. You try to box the boxer. And you went out the you should have just been the heavier heavier explosive puncher that you should be. Again, the identity is you try to bang you try to bang it out with Vladimir, Vladimir puts you down. You got up from it and you still took it to the guy and you mm-hmm. beat him. But you didn't like it. Against Ruiz, you try to be the cool, suave Adonis Foxer. You got outslugged by the Mexican. You try to be a boxer, but you're not. You're just for the body type that you have, you're a fucking bruiser. Who you know, you're a search and destroy bruiser. Mm-hmm. You're not Floyd Mayweather, you're not you know, sorry, you're Evander Holyfield. That's what it is. Mm. You're you're a bruiser, bro. But you you wanna you you're you think your identity is a boxer. You no, know, you're a bruiser. You just don't know what to accept that. So when you stepped into the two Usek fights, you tried to be the boxer and you got all boxed. Deep down he knew he had to dig deep, go back into that fucking basement that he doesn't want to go back again. And he refused to. And that's why after the second fight he lashed out into the crowd. Remember that impromptu promo he cut? Yeah, the WWE promo. To me, that was a guy that realized, yeah, Usyk beat me, but I beat myself before then because I know I knew where I needed to go to pull that fucking win out of my ass, and I refused to go down that basement again. It's true because when he was a being a little, if you want to say aggressive, when he when he kind of did that, he was doing a pretty good job. This is the guy that refuses to go down to the basement to become the monster he needs to become. Is this this show? Because I know a lot of fighters saying this. It's a, it's a lot of mental, man. This is mental. This is mental. That's what I'm saying. It's, right? it's very mental. So, is I, I mean, it sounds like we're saying that, you know, we're saying the level of how mentally he's strong for this. He's not. Right? He's not. But you're basically saying, you're kind of telling me the level, and it's, it's not really good. It's not. Because that's what you're saying. L- and I'm barely it. realizing, right, right now. <laughs> Robert Helanius was coming off a, a one-year layoff after getting mm-hmm. demolished by Deontay Wilder, and he went seven rounds with this guy. Yeah. Five years ago, Joshua would have annihilated him in three. Yeah. Jermaine Franklin Jr. went 12 rounds. Who's Jermaine Franklin? I've never heard of this guy. He would have got demolished by him. This is the guy that is afraid to pull out the monster. I don't know why, but I feel that he didn't like the way it felt when he did it against Vladimir and he's refused since then. And he wants to pull up this identity of a boxer. You're not a boxer. Sometimes you need to pull out the fucking asshole out of yourself. <laughs> to Sometimes to beat a monster, you got to be the monster too. Yeah. You know, Lennox Lewis, I'll give Lennox Lewis credit. Lennox Lewis was a well-mannered, well-spoken gentleman. Yeah, he was. You put him in the ring. With the whitest teeth ever. The whitest teeth. <laughs> when you put him in the ring, the motherfucker was a killer. He really was. Killer. Really was. It's a killer. I don't know. Maybe that played a role. Maybe he was like, well, look look how they look up to him. Maybe he was probably thinking, like, I want to be like that. Yeah, but he was a killer, man. Exactly. He was. He really fucking was. And this is the guy that refuses to be a killer. Refuses to be a killer. And that's what we see it. Otto Wallin, fucking, let me look at Otto Wallin since the Tyson Fury. Because everyone knows Otto Wallin is the guy that basically made the Gypsy King bleed. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was gonna say, like he's another guy. There we go. Since, That's the guy since losing a twelve round decision, which a lot of people felt he should have won. Yeah, that, that people has gone on a one, two, three, four, five, six fight win streak. He has won split decisions, got uh, technical knockouts. Yeah, but yeah, he's been he beat Dominic. He fought Dominic Brazil. Brazil, right? There we go. Yeah, he's been you know, but aside from Tyson Fury, Dominic Brazil is only is his only actually like. Travis Kaufman and who that is, yeah, yeah. But he's been he's been on he's been active. This is why I say like a he little fought, bit. He that. fought once in twenty twenty, fought right. once in twenty twenty one, fought twice in twenty twenty two. He fought twice in twenty twenty three. This is his third fight yeah. this year. Third fight this year. Wow. So, um, by me saying this, I'm trying to look for something. My bad. No, it's um, okay. By no. put that by me saying this. Anthony Joshua has signed a two-fight deal to fight mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder. But here's the crazy thing. Deontay Wilder does not have a rematch clause if he loses to Joseph Parker. I don't think so. Anthony Joshua has a rematch clause <laughs> if he loses to Otto Walling. The two-fight deal against Deontay Wilder is a rematch clause. If he loses to Deontay Wilder, he wants to get back. You have a rematch clause because you know that you might lose. I think... Joshua wins this fight. Barely wins this fight against Otto Walling. I will go as far as to say I would not be surprised of an upset. In the sense that I think, as I think as the fight gets tough, Joshua might decide to be. I just might pack it up and go and quit. Because what awaits if you if if he goes into a knockout. Drag out heavyweight fight against Otto Walling. What and if you win, what awaits for you across that ring in March or April or March is one of the most devastating punchers in the last forty years. And guess what? You can you can try to be the boxer all you want. Well, again, Wilder just needs that one punch. You have to be perfect for twelve. He just needs that one punch. And for a guy that I just mentioned has a weak bind, who's unsure of himself as a fighter, you don't want that. So Saturday night against Otto Wallin, I'm favoring Joshua. But um, but if I was a if I was a, if I had a lot of money in a betting man, I would put a lot of money on Otto Wallin upsetting Anthony right. Joshua because I think Anthony Joshua doesn't want the Wilder fight. I think there's a lot of money on the table. I think the Saudi prince is offering a shit ton of mm-hmm. money, but I think. I think it, this all depends if Otto Wallen makes it a tough fight for him, that he he might go into the corner one in one of the rounds and be like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this, man. I, I got to fucking go. I got how many rounds left? <laughs> got eight more rounds. Fuck. And after this, I got to go fight Wilder. Fuck me. <laughs> fuck it. You all look at Eddie Hearn and like, is the, the check clear? <laughs> and he'll be like, he'll be like, yeah, fuck it. Then, hey, I might, hey, hey, you know what? I tore my shoulder. Spinal. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> I won't be surprised if Otto Wallen wins. But I also won't be surprised if Joshua wins. Barely wins the fight. No. I think Otto Wallen is game. He's not Robin no. Hellenius. That's why, I, to me, I say as well, like, I, I got Wilder winning, but, I, I, but I'm not saying it with full confidence. This is Wilder like, or Joshua? Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? You said Wilder. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I feel like Joshua, I guess I'm thinking of Joshua versus uh, Wilder. I'm going to say wow, Joshua wins the fight, but 
I'm not saying it too much with confidence because, yeah, I think he barely escapes this fight. But again, I agree with you. I wouldn't be surprised if Otto Wallen wins the fight as well. I wouldn't be surprised if Otto Wallen wins the fight. The guy's a tough guy. I'm just saying he's been active this mm-hmm. year. I would be surprised if Wallen wins by a knockout. That would be a shock for me. So I won't be shocked if either one wins. But I'll be shocked if uh, Otto Wallen wins by a knockout. And the thing is, though, all Joshua needs to do is just let his hands go. Yes. All Joshua needs he, to do is dig that, go down that basement and bring out that monster that we all know he can be. And he kind of brought out a bit again, again with the rematch with Usyk, and it was pretty good. But he he stepped back, just steps away. He like I don't know, I don't know what he's back. afraid of, but exactly. But yeah, no, I think I think Joshua wins. I think Wilder wins. Um, I got Big Baby Miller winning this fight. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up the. Um, I got Bivol winning, of course, and then of course me and Bira just fucked fucked about the whole the whole other card. <laughs> yeah. Will we go on Instagram Live? Probably. Probably. Pro- probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. 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 But yeah. no, I think it's a good card. I think it's a real good card. I think these are our predictions. I'm really, like I said, I got Bivol, Miller, Wilder, Joshua. Yeah. Those are my picks for this, this weekend's mm-hmm. fight, which is, I think is a great fight to end the year. I think so, too. Yeah. I know for sure next week we'll have our end of the year episode, which is just a recap of this fight and any of the boxing news, which won't be a lot. Probably a whole lot. It'll whole just lot. be our year in review Basically, of boxing. Yeah. yeah. Like we've always done. Um. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. Because you say you got Joshua too, but you wouldn't be surprised if. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Otto Wallen wins. Really. Yeah. Not be fucking because again, we don't know what we're gonna get from Anthony Joshua. Sadly. Yeah, you don't know what you're gonna get. And we, I don't fucking that, know. That's kind of where we're at right now. That's crazy. With his career, that's where we're at. Yeah. Like, we don't know. He's how old at this moment? Um, I think he's. I want to say thirty-three. Thirty-four. 34, shit, okay, he's literally my age. 34, right. 26 wins, 3 knockouts, 20, okay. the 3 losses, and 23 knockouts. Now, and heavyweight, what, what do you consider that? Heavy, heavyweight, he's still in his prime. He's still okay. in his prime. I think heavyweights, heavyweights age better. Heavyweights are, are they're like wine. They, they, the more, the older they get, the better they are. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like lightweights, you know, the older they get, the slower they get, which yeah. makes them more vulnerable and past their prime. No, I think for heavyweights... Yeah, of course, and you're you're in your prime around the fucking thirties and shit. But I feel you peak. You kind of find your identity as a heavyweight mm-hmm. around thirty four. I think between the ages of thirty three all the way to probably thirty eight, thirty nine, I think you're a prime heavyweight. Look at Vladimir Klitschko; that guy fucking fought into his forties. Yeah, he did. He was a dominant heavyweight. Very do- yes. All, Fuck all, yeah. All was it, it? Just took Joshua just. Gaining that confidence to get himself back up. Mm-hmm. If not, Vladimir Klitschko would have reigned he- supreme heavyweight by another couple of years for right? another year or two. Yeah. yeah. So it just took Joshua saying, "No, get up, get the fuck up. You're not going to stay down for this guy." And that's the monster that I'm talking about. Like the guy mm-hmm. that refused to stay down. Like he could have been like, "Nah, I'm good." Hey, right. old, this older guy just got <laughs> he got my number tonight. They said he said, "Nope, get up." He heard Mickey. I didn't hear no bell. That that's kind of what it was. So. I think uh, between 33 and 37, 38, probably 30, probably in your 40s. I think I think from you got a good couple years mm-hmm. left. Late, no, I'm, and if you're a puncher, you even got a bigger chance. Yeah. Like Wilder's 37, and Wilder's gone through, what, three big heavyweight fights that might have taken a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you, you have to be perfect for 12 rounds. All he has to do yeah. is land that one punch. That's very true. The last thing to go is your power. And same thing with Joshua. Jo- the last thing, Joshua has power. Mm-hmm. You know, Joshua has power. It's just that. Is he willing to let the hands go? Yeah, that's the question. That's the question we'll we'll find out on Saturday night in Saudi really. Arabia. Yep. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the last episode. 
of Christmas. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next year. Yep. We'll be back next week. Sorry. Next week. I was next year. Next week. Yep. Yeah, we'll be back next week for sure. I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll be back next week. Um, anything you want to say? Not much, really. Appreciate you all listening to this, and yeah, we we we, we, we hope to be back next year, next month, I'm next, not, month. next week, next week. <laughs> if you guys are listening, which episode will be out Friday morning, and you guys are in the around the Whittier Uptown Whittier area, don't forget to, to uh, show up to Whittier Brew Company. Uh, between the hours of 5 to 5.30, all the way until they kick us off, probably, we're going to have our second annual Ramble Bash. Mr. Lou, Escalante, Gary, myself, um, with the 2023 Guest of the Year, Jose Ramos, will be in attendance. Hey, this is just a small little kickback. If you want to come shoot the shit, meet your favorite podcaster, go ahead, meet us there. Um, B-Ray's birthday is on, Saturday, so I, on Friday, so I want to wish B-Ray a happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. if you guys get a chance to listen to this episode, hit up B-Ray. On the on the on our boxing, boxing page, page, and just say mm-hmm. what's up to him, say happy birthday. But again, if you guys want to meet us in person, get some free stickers. Uh, we will be at the Whittier Brew Company again, just shooting the shit. Yep, that's it. Just shooting the shit. We're not performing. We're not nothing. We're just shooting the shit. <laughs> so if you want to come over, take a picture with your favorite podcaster, cult leader. I'm right there. I'm right there. But other than that, guys, I want to wish you guys a merry Christmas with your loved ones. Be safe. Drink responsibly because we never do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.